Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast. The podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile and what brings them joy. On this week's episode of the podcast, I'm joined by Adam and Yusuf talking about their group Gamers Inc. and their love of all things video games. Remember, you can find the podcast on all social media from Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And remember, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go to iTunes, give us a five star rating and leave a nice little comment about what you like about the podcast. Now, without further ado, here's this week's episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Adam and Yusuf. Hello. Hi. Uh, so I've in- I've been dying to get you guys on the podcast for the longest time and I'm so so happy that we've finally done it so thank you for your time and thank you for coming on the podcast thank you for having us Yusuf can you first uh, so I've int- I've brought you both on the podcast because you're both heavily involved in the group called Gamers Inc London's LGBTQ plus gaming community Yusuf since you were part of the foundation of it can you please just give us a brief explanation as to what Gamers Inc is yeah, of course. So uh, Gamers Inc. is basically a it's a gaming community. We, we've we been striving to create something quite magical and something quite beautiful um, in, in the whole mix that is London, the whole big well, uh, well-win that is London. Um, it's so, so difficult to find any type of connection, any type of friendships, like in, in, in this day and age where we've got so many, we rely on apps and we're in a technology age. It's so hard to make any type of human connection with anyone. So with Gamers Inc., we, we are striving to create a community where people don't have to necessarily use apps and um, technology, even though we are gaming. Like it, it's it's a place where we are trying to get people together and make connections and friendships where you wouldn't necessarily find them. So we use we do like many different types of meetups, for example, rather than just keeping it online. We try to bring people together via um, our big gaming. Uh, big gaming nights and um big active nights we do like cinema trips like adam for example um runs our quizzes uh, with freddie uh so we we try to do a variety of different things to really try and bring loads of different parts of the london gaming community together rather than just one big free-for-all party we try to 
make it as niche as possible for different types because there's every type of gamer you, you don't just get one type of gamer there are so many different types of gamers so we try to be as diverse as possible so can you uh, just give me a brief explanation how did it start and uh, where did it all become from um so basically uh back in 2014 um me and a group of friends, uh, specifically Adam and Safe, um, were they're still my best. Not me, different. Adam. Different, yeah. Moroz and uh, Safe Ahmed, we um, very very close friends. Uh, they're my best, like my brothers, uh, still my brothers today. Um, we've always been big big gamers, big nerds. Uh, ever since we were in school, we all went to school together. We've been friends for like twenty years, and um, we always wanted to do something a bit more with the gaming so we always knew that there were more and more people that were gamers but we did they didn't ne never really necessarily came out as gamers because it's one thing i found <laughs> that's really unusual is that people find gaming to be a kid's thing still like it's still something that people think of oh, oh well only kids play video games like adults don't play video games and the more and more we did um, our little sort of at-home gaming nights. We used to sort of lug our TVs around and stuff to each other's houses. And the more and more we did this, the more and more people heard about it. And they were like, oh, well, I'm actually a gamer as well. Like, can I come? And it's like, well, yes, of course you can. And it's like the word spread and more and more people started coming. And then I used to live in Elephant and Castle and right by at a like 10 minute walk away was a bar called the old schoolyard so i remember having a little talk with the owner who um luckily was there that night and i said to him you know we have this little community and stuff and we want to you know i want to bring it because we, we were just doing it at each other's houses and it was just getting ridiculous there was just so many people coming to the point where like it, it was just too much and i wanted to bring it to somewhere i wanted to bring it somewhere where more people can come like people we didn't know rather than you know strangers coming into your house so um luckily he was like yeah absolutely his name is darren a really lovely guy he was like absolutely yeah please come and we were like started like the, right in the corner where the projector was and then what five years later we take over the bar every single month um unfortunately not 2020 but every single oh, every single month we take over the entire bar two floors we uh, like completely uh, kit it out in tvs games everything you can think of and it's just become something quite magical so yeah do you have any like, idea how many people were there from the very first time you were at the old schoolyard to the, the last oh god so we used to start about 15 20 people would come and yeah now we're like we max max capacity right max, so like, 250 250 yeah it's because it's you started to ticket the event didn't you i mean it was free but it was still you had to limit the amount of people could actually get in the building yeah we had to because it was just getting insane like that the bar itself had capacity like the the day we realized that we needed to start ticketing was the day when our members themselves were telling us that you know they couldn't even get past the bar because there was just so many people that you know they, and they couldn't enjoy playing the games because it was just so overcrowded so we were like well mm. we have to ticket it and then obviously with the with the money what we do another nothing comes to us at all like we are non-profit all the money always goes straight back to the group so we buy more tvs more games more consoles like everything <laughs> it's annoying but like every time we have an event something 
somehow breaks or you know like drake spill on controllers or tvs and stuff and things end up breaking and us, us replacing it so it's like it does cost money is it's not it's not cheap it's not um as 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 easy as it for people to come and see what we do there is so much work that goes behind um creating the events and running the event so it's it's a, yeah it's a good job but we love it so yeah I was going to say, do you guys get to enjoy it anymore? Or is it more of a, oh, God, I've got to be on it and like work and make sure no one's breaking anything or doing anything they shouldn't be? Or can you actually enjoy the sessions now when you go? I think so. Yeah, like it's kind of a bit of a it's, it's definitely a different experience being there as someone who's running the event and as someone who's actually sort of attending and every now and then there'll be a month where one of us will go can we can we can we just attend this event please can i just can i please because although it is it is definitely really fun and we like like you have said we it is non-profit so we clearly all do it because we love it like we wouldn't still be doing it taking up all our spare time uh running this if we didn't enjoy it we i love every single moment of it but it is like it is a different experience being there and having to like have 250 drunk gamers running around and have, there's a, a PlayStation will break and you've got to run the event downstairs and something's not working and just like a little thing and you just kind of end up being a little bit you're kind of constantly kind of on mm-hmm. um, but it's yeah it's definitely still enjoyable but sometimes you're just like i'd like to actually just attend the event <laughs> like that would be nice um, but you never switch off sort of that's the thing like even when you we, yeah. when you go to it and you're like trying to enjoy yourself like your mind's constantly like you see something and because your mind is like i know i've set up so i know that that shouldn't be there <laughs> your mind instantly mm-hmm. goes to oh no i need to fix this and then you go and then somehow you see something else on the other side and you're like oh i need to go fix this and it's just like one thing after the other times i've been like sat there with a drink like a little group of friends in the corner of my eye i'll see someone struggling with like a blue screen on a ps4 because the game yeah. hasn't turned on or like, one second <laughs> <laughs> just go over and just sort of, like, okay that's done come back like, sorry what were you yeah. saying oh that's cool it sounds like you've got a nice balance between it then so adam how did i will go to you adam how did you get involved with um gamers inc i should also specify um, for listeners um when we say gamers inc it's uh it is for gamers but it's spelt g-a-y as in gay Murs. Yeah. Um so Adam. it's got to a point now where when I when I say that to people I actually have to like emphasize the why. I'm like, yeah, I'm part of this group called Gay Murs. <laughs> um yeah, so I joined back in 2017. So it's coming up for nearly four years now, which is mad. Um and I I actually met Yusuf um just at a house party and we got on really, really well. Uh and we he was just like talking about this ended up talking about the group that Yusuf had founded and I was he was like you need to join he was like you need to do this um and I was a bit of a I was at a really weird place in my life at the time um wasn't very happy felt quite alone um was going through quite a lot of stuff and it just honestly it was like a light bulb went off in my head and I think I think Yusuf actually says it himself like he saw something in me that needed this group like I needed something to sort of hold on to and he sort of took me under his wing and was like right you're joining this group come to this event at the old schoolyard um and I literally came I I didn't know anyone except for Yusuf I came on my own I like turned up and I was like anyone who knows me I'm incredibly extroverted but this was the first time that I was like genuinely like terrified to be in a social event because there was just so many people um and I went to this event and sort of stuck with a couple of people and just had the time of my life and it was I was like this is this is what I want to do. Like, I want to help out with this group. And without sort of saying anything, I kind of made it my personal goal to be someone that helped 
run the group um and just kind of started whenever i could being like oh do you need help setting up do you um i think it all sort of super started when an old admin of the group another adam a third adam um he basically was like i'm looking for another co-host for the quiz um and i've seen you around i've seen you i know you trained as an actor and stuff like that would it be something that you'd be interested in because it is quite you know oh, sort of host you well and i was like that honestly sounds incredible um, and that was towards the end of 2017. I think it was, yeah, I joined in like May, June and he asked me in like October, November. Yeah. But yeah. So that's, that's how it all started. Really. I'd started, I wasn't, I wasn't sort of helping running the group. It was literally, I was just started sort of co-hosting every now and then this quiz every month. Um, and yeah, it's sort of gone from since, since then. And then I got, we, they introduced the moderator. Well, originally it was the Rangers, we were called. So there's the, yeah, there's the admins and then they sort of introduced this sort of like sort of second tier of people helping to run out people who would, who had stepped up and had sort of helped out quite a lot. And they sort of approached us to be like, Hey, we want you to have a bit more responsibility within the group. And here I am now. And yeah, so now I fully, my, with, along with Freddie, we uh, now run the quiz ourselves. We have guest hosts uh, now and then. Um, but yeah, I've been going, going nearly, coming up for four years now, three, three and a half years. Uh, nice. So jumping back to the name then, Gamers Inc. Why is it so important that we as a community have a space for gay gaming? Uh, well, it's It's incredibly important that we find our our community it's 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 no it's no um it's not new that you know online gaming like you read anywhere these days that online gaming is still trife with bullying and racism and uh, all these types of negativity that you you see a lot of homophobia. a lot of homophobia as well and it's uh, and misogyny and like all this basically all the negative stuff you can think of and you're on a platform where you can't monitor what someone says. You can't monitor what this 13-year-old American boy is saying to someone across the other side of the world. Like You can be saying anything you want to them. And there's only so much uh, a gaming platform can do. There's only so much that, you know, it's up to that person to report that person. We are trying to really make a space where you know people don't have to be afraid of being themselves on a gaming platform you can be who you want um like we are very very fortunate to live in a in a city where we are more accepted thankfully we are more privileged um in that sense that we don't have to worry too much about who we are around whereas someone for so for example at 15 or 13 even younger year old somewhere up in the midlands or somewhere more rural where you know they've discovered online gaming but um, they've realized that they're, they themselves are lgbtq and they don't know how to process it and they need a community where they can talk to but they're the only person in that area who is lgbtq going on online and gaming and then listening to someone telling them telling them to kill themselves because they made them lose in a match is horrific like can you imagine years or a majority of such a long time of hearing that constant constantly on online gaming um and mm. it really affecting them because they feel alone they don't have a community they don't have a space where they can be themselves we 
are trying to create that space for them so they can join a community. So even if you are alone and you're in a, in a place where there aren't any other LGBTQ people around you, you at least can join in with Gamers Inc. and find a group of people that you can game with. And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be PlayStation, Xbox, uh, Switch, Steam. It could be board games. It could be Dungeons & Dragons. It could be all types of different things. Like It's mm. a place where you know we, we have such a variety of gamers in our community mm. that it's not just PlayStation. It's not just Xbox or Nintendo or Steam. Like There's so many different. We've got specifically people who just love talking about geek culture and um and different series like mythology and reading books and stuff like it's it's such a different variety and that's why people shouldn't necessarily group gamers as this one small little minority of people like mm -hmm. we are such a vast amount of people like you don't know who you're going to speak to and i think that's why mm -hmm. gamers inc is so important for us to have especially in this age this time where you know people need that connection especially during this again during 2020 when people have had to work at home and people haven't had a chance to really communicate with each other and see each other i think it's really important that a group like this or other groups for example that do online activities really mm. all together i think it's just i was going to add that it's also the importance of having it as such a specific thing is because not only are we gay people we are and the lgbtq um umbrella um we we're also gamers and i think i think now it's not such so much of an unknown thing but i think when the group started it was such a niche thing like to be a gamer and then not on top of that to then be gay be trans be uh, you know uh it, it, you're super super niche and i think it, you can feel it's so easy to feel alone and i think particularly strangely i think it's even more important in, in london because you can feel so alone because there's so many people and it makes you sort of more aware of how much you feel like there is no one else like you mm. and so i think the importance of having this really sort of specific lgbtq gaming group uh, is able to sort of give give this special one place um for people to be like oh you're like me you're you under you get me on not on just a not on just a a, a gay level or, or whatever but also on a also the fact that you like the same things as me it's really specific and i think that's why we have been so successful in a way is because people are really just you're, you're going so niche that people are like we you know they really get on they do find that connection that you have spoke about that's great one one thing i particularly love about your group especially is that you host newbie nights so you, you can only attend if you're new to the group which i think is an incredible idea because if you're new to london especially London is a scary place. I'm not from London originally. I was originally a newbie mm -hmm. in London. So to have a place to go where you know you're going to be accepted, you know you have something in common, and you know you can go there and have a good time, I think is genius. And when I first saw that, I was gutted I wasn't a newbie. When I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I I was a newbie. But I had already been, so I couldn't attend that uh, session. But It's still my favourite event. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great... Yeah, I think it's a, such a smart idea so what was your first like, what was your first event james you've been to a couple oh now, haven't you God. um it was definitely at the old uh schoolyard yeah 
Yeah, so um, I'm hoping to open them. You see, it's all a bit of a blur because they sell really strong cocktails. Um, and I just remember that hangover <laughs> the next day. Um, <laughs> our famous lips. But wait, our, our Long Island iced teas. Yes, they're the killer. But I, well, my thing is, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't necessarily go with people, but I always know that I'm going to. My best friends not, might not be there, but it's, I always know there's going to be some people I know of, or if there's mm-hmm. no one I know, I know I can jump in a game and start talking to a new person because we have something in common straight away. It's like, oh, yes, I like Tekken as well. I think this, it's, it's, mm-hmm. this is why it's become, again, like Adam said, this is why it's become so popular, especially our our um, gaming nights, uh, especially as well as our newbie nights, just because people are, when people first come, it's like when you go to a bar, you're not necessarily going and not like it's it's hard because when you go to a bar these days you don't know people just don't know how to strike up conversations these days like again because we live in such a a technology age where there are apps everywhere people rely on contacting each other through apps people don't know how to literally approach each other and talk anymore Mm -hmm. and with uh, why these events have become so popular is just because when you come to these events the foundation of every topic you talk about is already there for you you can literally talk to anyone mm-hmm. and be like hey so um what games do you play and you know that they will be able to answer with something and not look at you like oh i don't play games like, who plays games and you're like why are you here mm-hmm. so it's yeah <laughs> you're the strange yeah, one yeah exactly it's like get out why are you here then so it's <laughs> it's nice that people can actually have conversations with each other mm-hmm. and talk about gaming and not feel weird about it and it's i think mm-hmm. that's why it's become so popular and and so nice because you know people want to talk about gaming and that's we've created an event for people to talk about gaming it's as simple as that and it really does blow people's minds because i know some people that knew that turn up and they think it's really daunting because if you come in late there's 200 250 people in front of you who all look quite clicky because everyone's in their little groups talking but that's just naturally how bars work right it can look from an outside perspective that everyone looks like they have their group but once you actually get past that and you're like when like you have said you realize that everyone does have the same connection and actually you realize everyone knows everyone pretty much and they're just and if you just jumped into the group i've seen it happen and the brand new if they just literally came up to someone was like hi i'm new 99.99 percent of the people would just be like oh my god hi like yeah. well, join you know join us like like this is you know this is robert this is susan like they would that's what they would do and it's it is hard to beat your ingrained feeling that that's not what would happen because in a usual bar people would just be like you know, yeah. So it's it's kind of beating what you already know because that isn't what it's like. Um, but I have to stress, like everyone that attends is so lovely. Everyone has always been so friendly. Oh like it's, I've never once been in a, a situation where there's been any fights or there's been any really bad arguments or security have to throw people out. Like it's it's never happened. And it's just because people are just so friendly. People are so respectful of each other. And, you know, when people do come by themselves, we we make an effort to make sure that they are included. So we give them newbie stickers. So we make sure that, you know, we write that, you know, I'll, you know, come uh, like I'm new so we always say to people that like, if you see someone with a newbie sticker like please say hello to them like show them around and again because people have been coming for so often people recognize that and people will always approach them and be like hey how's it going and it's because everyone has to realize again I have to stress that everyone who's been coming to these nights 
they no one knew each other no one knew each other before gamers started mm -hmm. and i think with these nights and these events that we've been running people have been making friendship groups and people have been forming these friendships via these um via the group via gamers Inc. and it, it's people have to realize that you know you can make that same connection you just have to keep with mm -hmm. it you just have to be brave you have to be brave and take that first step and as soon as you take that first step and introduce yourself to a group of people like you'll make that connection you will i was gonna say that's what i actually I, I say that to everyone it's like we can only do so much like we can be there for you we can help you there we can introduce you to people we can facilitate the space we can provide all of that but ultimately you have to make the step like if this is something you want to do and you want to meet people you need to make that jump you do need to make that leap um and it will be worth it like it's hard to see it it can be um but it, it, it is really worth it because like you said all our members are just so so wonderful um and that's why the newbie night that you mentioned is, is so interesting because we open it is just for newbies but then after a certain point we then open it up uh, and then you end up getting sort of a small pocket of our regular you know most friendly members who turn up because they love the group so much and they still want to meet more people and so you kind of get like this 70 percent new people and this little pocket of um people that they can talk to about like how are you finding the group and that are sort of more sort of can sort of Ingratiate like we have this event and we have this event that come to this yeah to that. so uh, we mentioned the events i just want to quickly um i'll s just quickly list all the events you do you do so many um so <laughs> you, obviously you have your newbie you have your, your newbie nights your monthly meetups uh your cinema nights where you go off to the cinema and watch films you have your movie nights where you book out a bar and you will vote for what film to watch together yeah. obviously you um have pride which you will participate in uh there's comic-con and you go sometimes to sporting sporting events Gamers uh, yeah. and uh, trampolining and so much. I mean, when quiz, I, I think I've been quiz to as well. Oh, quiz, of course, yeah. another quiz, of course. But um, I've done laser tag with you guys once. I'm gutted I've never been yeah. trampolining with you. That I, I'm dying when we can do that again. <laughs> yeah. There was a famous gif on the internet from that trampolining night of me. <laughs> jumping to conclusions. Like, yeah, yeah. Me jumping off a thing. It's a jumping to conclusions gif that comes up. You can find we did a little video, actually. If you go on YouTube and type in Gamers Inc., uh, uh, Gamers Active, you'll see like we did um, a little video of compilation. a little compilation of everyone jumping off a platform onto a trampoline. It was really good. It's really fun. Oh, oh, it's really sad talking about all the events we were able to do in the before time. I know it's been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back though. I mean, this is the this is one thing that we are very confident about. Like when we do when we do come back, like guarantee it, it's going to be bloody epic. Like it's going to be so yeah. good. I think we're going to need to have to book like an expo hall for the first one. Oh my god! Potentially, like so um, we filled the electric. We could fill. We did. <laughs> That was a great night. Again, a night where I drank far too much, and I don't do just dance, but I think I got on the stage and did just dance. You did. Photographs are hideous because I'm wearing the skinniest jeans in the world. <laughs> They've been thin since I can't fit into them anymore. Thank you, COVID. Um, so I want to talk about Pride very quickly because I know I unfortunately I've never done Pride with you guys because I'm always busy doing it with my choir, but. I'm really jealous because you guys always dress up in the best costumes and the best outfits. Can you please, um, Adam, can you just give us a little explanation as to what you do for Pride? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, we definitely stole the show, let's be honest. Um, we didn't. We won so, running top of best walking group yeah. last year. Yeah, it's for to be honest with you, Pride organisation um, is mostly you, isn't it, Yusuf? You're, that's your sort of... Um, 
your sort of area but for me it, it like it's yeah yeah i'll let i'm gonna let you talk about pride because you're more that's no, more i mean it's fine i mean it's 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 the whole process of the day it's it's a pretty special day for all of us really like it's it's really hard because obviously with the amount of groups that are constantly joining and wanting to march every year with pride it's become increasingly hard for them like i i feel sorry for who has to run pride because they i think they went from like i think it was just over 200 at one point to jumping to about under 500 groups that wanted to march like within a year so it was intense absolutely intense so being able to sign up for a walking place uh, in pride proved really hard um and it was quite nail-biting because obviously there are so many groups i wanted to join we thankfully were able to join um for 2020 um but obviously due to covid it was cancelled um but the year before that what we had to do we had to do we did a live video and we put basically all the names that wanted to participate into a hat uh well into a bucket and we basically had to pick them out one by one like it was it was awful it was, it was like a bingo it was like a bingo lottery like of, game. of name it was hard because obviously there were so many people that wanted to join us um and march with us and we just we, we couldn't and honestly we no so way to do it fairly, yeah. because we needed to uh, there was no way for us to do it fairly we have over four like four thousand one hundred members i mean at the time we had about i think about three thousand eight hundred or something and to pick a hundred and a hundred people to march with us like no not even 100 it was 80 we had to pick 80 people to march with us and about yeah, well, it was and about 140 130 people wanted to march with us so we had to unfortunately say sorry to so many people and it was really hard really really tough but um yeah i mean the day itself i mean you adam you know the the logistics what will we do that day oh god like it's so we always have like um the the admin team always organize us to have the 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 body painting situation and that's even more limited um so yeah we sort of have half and half i don't know if you've noticed and if you've seen this in pride some people are sort of full body painted other people are more on their sort of like cosplays that they've done themselves so yeah that you've got the people who are sort of getting professionally painted at like that's six event, seven eight a.m in the morning academy. so just for, event, just for the listeners who haven't seen any pictures um so what the gamers ink group do for their pride marches they all dress up in um costumes from their various games or geeky uh realms of entertainment mm-hmm. and some will get body painted and some will just wear costumes and um, adam if you go from there yeah everything from everything from like a body painted superman to someone in a full dungeon master robe head to toe um like don't know why they chose that in the heat of the summer but <laughs> um, but yeah so it's it's a way for people to really show off their geekness and it's so beautiful to see because, I mean, some people might not have the cosplay skills, so they, you know, they, they get professionally body painted and they always look incredible. Saventa do an absolutely amazing job. But I had that done last year and standing completely still in nothing but your underwear for like three to four hours being painted. Um, and then getting all those people to then walk to the starting area oh. uh, of the Pride March, um, often in boiling weather. Uh, sometimes it even rains. Um, and then to then stand there for X amount of time, uh, it's, 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 it's a long morning, but it's honestly, it's so worth it seeing everyone like arriving from different sections in their outfits and everyone's literally just like, you know, you got all the snaps every time someone <laughs> arrives. We're like, yes, you look amazing. Um, and just to have your geekness walking down, the first time I ever did it, 
to have your and I was dressed as uh, Crash Bandicoot, which I painted myself um, in head to toe orange paint with my oh with my Aku Aku here um, to be celebrated for your geekness and have all these people you don't know just clapping and screaming and saying you you know you look amazing and to be stood there in all your geekness and all your love of everything like that is incredible feeling so euphoric um yeah it really is it was like it's like nothing i've ever felt before um and it's honestly and i think everyone feels the same way i think that's why we do get so many people applying for it because it just it's so good like all that time in the morning getting ready and all that people getting on the tube with their enormous like paper mache weapons trying to get it through the, the get it through the doors and not being able to standing in the queue for like two hours waiting for it to start and needing to pee and there's nowhere to go to the toilet for like half a mile <laughs> yeah. or someone's wearing so you just see, like and just standing on concrete yeah. for so long <laughs> yeah, you just see someone dressed as the final fantasy summon just sprinting down in heels across the road like <laughs> just definitely pee um were you yeah, were you shiva last time it was last year with shiva from yeah. final fantasy yeah Nice. And you said, I think I've seen a picture of you and your partner as possibly two of my favourite Marvel characters in the world, Wiccan and Hulkling. Is that right? Yeah, we were. Oh, my heart, a... when I saw that, melted. That was, was like, a good one. We had to. We had to do something because it's it's always difficult trying to find couple cosplays. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and trying to make them LGBT, it's like, how do we do this? What do we do? And it's like, but as soon as I saw uh, a thought of Hulkling and Wicked, I was just like, "That's that's us. That's that's us. And we have to do this." Um, but yeah, like, and you did Ant Man and the Wasp as well. Yeah, we you? did Ant Man and the Wasp as well the year before that. That was really really cool. Um, so yeah, we tried to do a bit of a agenda bend on some of them. So it's 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 nice. It's it's again, like Adam was saying, it it's an incredible feeling like to be part of Pride. Um, it's not just you walking down the street like there's, there's something really quite magical about being part of the parade where people are walking and you can walk down that street being proud of who you are like it's it's no feeling like it like i remember the first time the first march i did um uh we it was our first year in 2015 when we when we entered and we, there was literally about 20 of us not even that um there was about six people body painted the rest of us was cosplayers i me and my friend jordan we were as power rangers i was blue ranger he was a black ranger we wore the morph suits and i remember the one time we, we were walking down and um uh thundercats came on uh we had like little speakers and everyone just started cheering when we turned this corner and i still have that image in my head um of that moment where everyone just saw us and just was like it just erupted in cheers and we were like and i i could i couldn't even i couldn't even say anything like i was just so mesmerized i literally just like pictured like a quick picture in my head a mental image and it's just stuck with me and i've like every time anyone says what's pride like i always tell them that because it's it's honestly the most incredible thing that you can ever be a part of and it's it's wonderful it's so so wonderful i'm getting i'm getting goosebumps literally listening to you talking about it i love pride pride is my favorite day of the year it's always normally sunny touch wood um but i i I know what you're talking about because i march with my chorus and we're normally singing songs and i mean i feel bad because we just we literally put on a chorus t-shirt and that's our costume so (laughs) Yeah. How down to you guys for doing all the actual proper costumes? 
it comes with effort, right? I mean, it it a lot, you can't discredit a lot of people who are marching in pride because they stand for so many different things. There's so many groups that are standing for so many different things, and I mean, we we are quite fortunate that to show us to show people that we are geeky, we are very fortunate enough that we can put on the cosplays that you know put on the things that make us proud of who, who we are. But there are you know we shouldn't discredit the people that do march in the parade and you know do. Do so much for our communities because you know there are not enough people not enough groups there are no i'm sorry there are so many groups and so many communities out in london that do so much for our community that you know they have to mm -hmm. you know we have to always make sure that they are listened to as well so yeah yeah we, i mean even in our group we do have there's always a pocket full of gamers with people who would um who, who choose not to cosplay or choose not to body paint and they and you know they have the most wonderful time as well and we um it's just it's a whole celebration of being comfortable with who you are like whether that is dressing up how you want or whether it's literally just walking down waving one of our uh, waving one of our flags um and having people clap for you um and cele celebrate you uh really um and it's also just it, it takes up the whole day and it's like i wouldn't spend pride any other way like i literally we get to the end and we all meet up at a park somewhere all together and by that point, I'm nearly half asleep because it's been so tiring already. Yeah, so early. I don't know. We start, we start so yeah. early, like about seven o'clock in the morning, because it takes so long to get ready. And like to spend it, especially last the year before in 2019, where we were quite near the front of the parade. So we had to be, we had to get at Seventa, um, who painted us, uh, Seventa Makeup Academy. They were amazing. Um, and Mehran as well for the makeup that they provided for them. Um, we had to get there so early and thankfully they let us store all our bags and stuff there as well so you know there was so much logistics behind it so we had to get there and then like paint we had like two hours three hours to get painted and then rush all the way to the, the front of the parade um to make it like again yeah it's there's so much behind so much behind it that is hard well bring on the next pride. pride bring on the next pride god knows when it's going to happen but yeah I, it's gonna be such a good day. Rain we or had, shine. It's... We had um Yeah, it could it could piss down with rain the whole day oh. and I would be like oh, oh, yeah, uh... day, gah, gah. rain on me. But yeah, honestly it's it's with the amount of work that we do, like we all work together, like especially the, the admin and mod team, like uh, me, Chris and Rooney, like we as the admins, we they work so hard as well for for what we do not just for the group like for that day for example like chris does all the editing of like the, he did the editing for the video so like again on youtube if you go on youtube you, you'll see like a whole long video of um our march we did for 2019 it's amazing that's the one which got us uh, second uh, second second runners up um or runners up basically for the best walking group for pride which is amazing um rooney as well like always making sure that like he's always like he does all the music and the flags and stuff um um luciano as well he always helped and then obviously with the mods i got adam freddie and, and will again amazing we had benoit as well who was one of our moderators who took all the pictures as well for us incredible like photos, it's, yeah. it's honestly like we always have to we always work together and like i wouldn't have my team any other way because they are all amazing and i wouldn't be able to run the group without them um so yeah a, a big 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 shout out to to them really. adam i can see why you desperately wanted to be part of the team just listening to you both talk about it it's like, oh i want to i want to help how can i what can i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly fully <laughs> it's incredible it's the best thing i've ever done in my life um 
and at the time I wasn't in a very good job and now it's I'm actually now looking uh I'm looking for a new role at the moment um because I recently unfortunately due to everything in COVID I got made redundant but um I'm actually now looking for a role that's related to all the stuff that I have been doing with uh, gamers. I'm now looking to be a community manager in video games. Nice. Um, and that's what I'm sort of applying to do. So it's ended up sort of all working out for me now. Cool. Now, I know you two are both movers. You can certainly dance. I've seen you just dance a number of times. You both have TikTok. Adam, you do, I think I'm not a massive TikToker person because I'm too old. I don't, I don't really understand it. I'm a grumpy old man. Yeah. Um, but Adam, you've got a TikTok where you do choose your um, COVID quarantine fighter player oh, yeah. my favorite thing i think i saw all last year it made me laugh like proper out loud so basically you're you're pretending to be a video character on the select your character stage what are the stages yeah. of what are the character options you could have had oh god that was actually um yeah that was in yusuf's kitchen um it was on the top of your twitter let, let me go on to it quickly yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a lounging there was a gamer there was the sourdough starter uh, <laughs> there was the, the the bring the club home so i was in like heels and had a huge like heels heel shaped cup um, oh, no. yeah that was probably my only good tiktok i'll be honest with you and i cannot take full credit that was that was actually a collaboration with yusuf uh, who was the lockdown tiktok queen uh <laughs> sat there with sat there with a camera timing the <laughs> video um yeah that was that was really funny that was right near the beginning um I did get a lot of people. A lot of people messaged me being like, "That's I honestly watch it like daily." I was like, "That's really sweet." Um, I kept meaning to do more. I just never got. I never got into you it. Went, you went, with his... went. You went into like full deep ends. Like you went from like zero. Yeah, to that was my first one, and it was so. Yusuf was like, "This is so detailed. You have no idea how much work is going to go into this." I didn't realize how much of a dancer you were until I started watching all your videos. You can move. Where's that come from? Oh, I used to be a professional dancer, so I've. I've been... oh. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've been dancing since I was like. She's trained. I've been dancing since not, I was not, like not a dancer. Yeah, so um, like I started quite young, but it was uh, it was quite. <laughs> it's gonna laugh. You're gonna, you're gonna laugh at this. So I actually used to like not tell my parents. I used to basically pretend that I was going to like after school stuff, like a workout, uh, not work, a uh, homework. Um, clubs after school when i would actually be going off with my best friend adam roz we'd be going to like romford to this like dance school in Gidea park and we'd like go weekly to this class and for, like for years like i was going to this class and like i, I just never told my parents because they just didn't approve of me dancing um but yeah i mean it started from that really and then i started going to more classes in london and then yeah i've just um yeah, I actually went through quite a bad uh, phase because um, I had I had something called a pneumothorax, which is basically like a small tear in your lung. Um, basically, if you overexert yourself, more air seeps out into the chest cavity. It's really bad. Um, and basically, I had to get an operation done. Um, and I basically lost all my flexibility because I used to be able to do the splits. I used to do a full Kimberly White, hold my leg up. Like, I used to do everything. But after the operation, I just lost a lot, all my flexibility. Um, and one of the scars got infected, so I had to go back into hospital, and it was just awful. Um, but yeah, I, the dancing sort of like stopped for a long time. And then uh, a year ago, just over a year ago, one of my close friends, Jake, he said, you know, we should 
dance together. He actually taught uh, a class for gamers. Um, he did one of our active classes. Um, we did like a little dance class um, and he did like a little beginners thing for everyone, which is amazing. And uh, I remember saying to him, you know, we should go to a class together. And um, we went to Pineapple. We did a class with Max Razor. He does it in heels. So I went from like no dancing for years and years and years to going to like wearing like five inch heels. Really going <laughs> doing, for it. Yeah, like, so going for commercial classes. So um, again, they're all on my Instagram. It kind of all explains now why Just Dance is such a big part of the Game is Inc events. So I wanted to ask you, what are your favorite songs from Just Dance to Dance 2? Oh. Go on, Adam. <laughs> well, it has to be. I have to shout out to this one because it was uh, one that we before when it, before the game came out, m- me and three friends got together at their house and actually performed it over and over and over and over and over. But you again. unlocked all the songs. Before we got us. the routine perfect, <laughs> and it was "Do Do 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 Do" by Blackpink. Uh, and okay. it's, it was it was a hard related one. So it's a K-pop. People those who don't know, it's a K-pop song uh, by Blackpink. Uh, it's one of their first big big one. Um, and it was, we literally got it so down and so perfected. And our idea was that we were going to turn up to Tozy, turn up to the old schoolyard uh, and put the song on. We we're all just going to come forward and we were going to do it like perfectly. And everyone behind was like, you could hear everyone going like, oh, they've been practicing. Like, they've done this. And we'd sort of finished and we were like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, what? It's, and then just walk off you're into like different corners of the room. <laughs> Back. Yeah, all the I love all the K-pop <laughs> ones, like all the Blackpink. Blackpink have two on there now, um, do and um, Let's Kill This Love. They're they're by far my favorite. Um, what about you, Yusuf? What's your favorite? Uh, it's it's difficult because I definitely love some of the Ariana Ariana Grande, but the hard version of um, I think it's dangerous dangerous. Um, Dangerous, yeah, woman. dangerous woman i think and then there's another one do leaper and one of her songs again but on extreme i don't do the easy ones i always try to do the hard ones but you never see that yeah, I don't do them in the event. yeah we have a couple we have a couple of members who love to learn the extremes shout out to elijah and hayden yeah. uh, <laughs> they 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 love to learn the extreme ones um a person yeah the, like the oh my god one and it's, it's yeah, hard. They're, they're intense. 2021 has just come out so people have been learning some more of blackpinks because blackpink um no kate is it KDA? KDA? KDA have released an album and they've released some of the songs on on Just Dance 2021. Um, but yeah, we did. <laughs> I posted on um, Gamers on, on our closed group that, you know, the the new game has just come out and the, the amount of like sad emoji <laughs> reactions for it just because everyone just knows how a gaming night to it's be fun. Just Dance because everyone so, always looks forward to Just Dance because it honestly just it fills the room up like you, get, you release so many endorphins that you just feel so good mm. like the amount of times that we've had Just Dance on and like usually there's only just four people dancing but you stand at the back of the room and everyone is like <laughs> everyone is doing <laughs> the same routine it's so good it's really nice oh, I love it it's definitely the highlight of the evening, for sure. I need to look into getting it, because I've, I've been putting it off, but I'm thinking, oh, actually, I could probably do some more fitness in my life. So maybe some just mm. dancing in the living room. Oh, God, yeah, you will sweat. Like, <laughs> it is not, it is not, there is some cardio in there. They do yeah. a fitness program as well. Like, when you select a song that you can actually pick certain types, um, like, which kind of level do you want to do? And one of them is, like, either extreme or, like, there's, like, a fitness round you can do as well. So... It's yeah. They've they've. It's not just about just dancing. Like you can do like proper Zumba as well with it. Okay. So, like, yeah, I definitely invest. Maybe I will. Yeah. 
So on my honor, though, when we get back to doing live events, we're definitely going to do a full Just Dance event. We'll have full, just nothing else, just every screen will just be just done. (laughs) Obviously, um, this year's, well, last year and probably this year, have been challenging. How is, I wanted to talk to you guys about how that's really affected gamers and what, I know you um, have been doing certain things online, but I was hoping you could tell me more about what you've been doing to compensate for the fact that we can't see each other in real life. Well, Adam, you've you and Freddie have been uh, doing quite well on doing a lot of yeah. quizzes and stuff. So, yeah, I think I will say first of all, it did hit us quite hard because our focus, um, and obviously you can tell really that our main focus wasn't so much about gaming together. It was our focus more was bringing people physically together with the same interests. That was very much our sort of. I I would like I would say it was more our focus than anything. People do obviously do come together to game from that group and meet each other but our main our sort of role was to create physical events people come together um to sort of meet in games so that was our kind of expertise so going into a sort of digital only world i think we were all a little bit like this is all quite new for us and not and not many of our events could translate into that um because they were so based on physically being in a venue um but we've done we've, we've i think we've sort of adapted as well as we possibly could um so yeah i've been doing quite a, a lot with along with along with freddie we've kept the digital quiz the the ultimate geek quiz which we did uh, every month in the roebuck in borough we've kept that up from from day one of lockdown we started doing that digitally over over zoom um and people can join they can either sit on another app to sort of uh, be in a team they can do it alone they can come on camera they can just do it there and the, have it in the background if they want and that's worked really really well because we didn't need to change the setup we already did it on a full presentation anyway so we're doing you know the typical can you see my screen zoom situation <laughs> um <laughs> and we, we didn't really we didn't yeah am i muted can you hear me can you see this okay uh, we didn't need to change that that much, which was, it was, it was sort of quite nice and easy. We just sort of, and that's kept up really popular. We've had very, very similar numbers as to the physical event, which has been really cool. Uh, and yeah, we've done a lot of other things like uh, Will Will Dobbs, one of our moderators, has been running Fall Guys events. So just getting together and sort of finding your groups of four to go off. Um, we've had virtual virtual old schoolyard events where we've created uh, rooms in our discord so you can sort of join the room with the music playing you can sort of join the room for people um to sort of play games and go off and and do that um and we've among had us is doing, uh, well, among us is still going as well on discord yeah. so yeah chris mm. chris foxy one of the admins he's he's done a few nights of those as well uh, on among us mm. so, i mean that's is that still popular i've not actually played well, i think it's kind of like me and my friends are having a, our first ever among us night oh amazing so i, it to them. So I, I don't yeah. think all of us know what we're doing so it's going to be a journey <laughs> um i love how time. lockdown started with lovely animal crossing to like keep making your own little island and like having little cute things yeah, to yeah. among us to killing people that oh, okay <laughs> so lockdown has it's good we and healthy for us all. A, um, we recently ran a gamers inc game of the year for sort of game of the year 2020 thing for the first time yes uh and animal crossing animal crossing won in the end. and uh was the was the ultimate winner but by, by like one or two votes there was like over 400 votes in it who came second? uh and the, uh, second was the last of us part two who did you think deserved to win uh, do you know what? I knew. I knew when I first created it that those those two were going to be in the final, and I really didn't know who was going to win because it was like I actually haven't personally played either. I know, bad. It's terrible. Um, but, but I knew. I could just see it in my head. I've watched you play Last of Us, yeah. so I thought Last of Us would because it has won nearly every single other award in the gaming world. Like it won Game of the Year 
pretty much everything. So I was expecting Last of Us, but I think that that the lockdown saviour that was Animal Crossing, which I think really took it, something in our hearts that really sort of everyone has memories of sort of sitting there playing and creating their island. And I never played it as a kid. The... I never played it as a kid. Did and you like, not? I was really umming and ahhing about it, like getting it. I was like, oh, it's, it's, what, it, there's no plot. There's no like real goal. And all my unit, that was all just my exactly friends why. It, and I was like, oh, I've got to get it. So I got it. I was like, literally saved me for the first lockdown <laughs> and then I, I was actually on a walk with my boyfriend and i we were just talking and because i've had so there's i've not done anything so i've got nothing to talk about i started to talk about the characters in the game like they were real people i said oh <laughs> biff said this to me today and uh karen said this and i was like then i stopped like oh, oh maybe not people, they're not real people <laughs> stop <laughs> but when <laughs> they want to leave the <laughs> island i get really upset i'm like why what did they do <laughs> I think that's why it was so popular, is it was just mirroring real life. No one had any routine, no one had any plot anymore. <laughs> we sort of go to go to an island and just potter about, do some fishing. What do we do now? <laughs> no, I've loved Christmas season. I want the snow to go away now. I'm done with the snow. But it was nice for a Christmas picture. Yusuf, who did you want to win? Were you Team Among Us or Team... Not Among Us, sorry. Um, Animal Crossing or Last of Us 2. I was, I was Last of Us Part 2. Um, ah. Just because I I fully... Like, when I when I play a game... I'm, I I call myself a monogamous gamer because I can't switch from game to game. Like I will start a game and stick to it until I finish and I will fully dive into it. Like Adam has seen me play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh my God. Like, I will wake up and he's already playing. I will go to bed and he's still playing. I spent 150 hours on that game and like Ooh. a long time, but like I fully, and Adam, I remember once Adam saying to me, like, how do you, how do you do it? Like, how do you just sit there and play the same game? same game every day i have to do it and like i i fully invest myself into it because i don't just see storyline as i don't see a game as you know a big open world where you can just do things which is exactly what assassin's creed is but when last of us part two came out it wasn't just a game it was a movie like the like you Mm. fully invest in the characters of this game and i was just obsessed like i was obsessed with the characters and i I just couldn't like when i finished the game like i was literally just like I just slumped back and I just like I, I needed a break like I needed to just I needed to leave the house I, was, nothing, I, yeah, I just yeah. left the house and went for a walk because I was just like morning <laughs> just like I finished the game I don't know what to do with my life it's like when you finish mm. a book you don't know what to do with yourself like it's like what do I do now so um yeah I my vote was with Last of Us because I I never I never had such a strong connection with the game other than that and I never played mm. Animal Crossing unfortunately so yeah. I'm quite bad. I cheat on my games. Like I bought Xenoblade, the um, defin- the definitive collection, uh, yeah. and I I'm having a love hate relationship with it. Um, I like it, but I don't <laughs> okay. love it. I'm, I yeah. thought I was near the end, and I thought I thought I was fighting what was the last boss. It wasn't the last boss. There's a good chunk of the game left, and I'm a bit like, oh, oh uh, I want to complete yeah, this game. No, and I'm actually, game am I having fun? Finished. And I'm like, am I enjoying this? This is not Final Fantasy. Bring me Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> You're just like, well, I'm here now. I might as well just give yeah, it. Yeah, like, oh, I bought it. I paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> so, guys, I wanted to um, ask you some quick fire round questions. Uh, so, uh, oh if you if you ask if you answer first, and then Adam, you answer second. There aren't many, um, but we'll go. And um, what has been your favourite lockdown game? Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh god, I would say Star Wars Fallen Order. Ooh. Uh what is your what was your first game and console? Uh, uh Super Nintendo and the first game was Secret of Mana, which started this wonderful journey. 
Um, I would actually say PC, I think, which was before the Sega Mega Drive. And then uh, the first game I remember playing is like, oh, uh, like Warcraft 3. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Uh, like the earliest game I remember playing. Yusuf, gun to your head. What is your favorite game ever? Uh, uh, oh, my God. It's like, um, say, say favorite game, favorite game, favorite game. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Okay. It was actually well, dead, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a PC game. Um, again, it was, again, after the Super Nintendo, when I first came out, I was obsessed with Heroes of Might and Magic. And um, I think Heroes of Might Magic 5 was probably hands down. Like, I was still really, really young. And, yeah, I think I would probably regret it. But, it, I, yeah, I'd like to say Heroes of Might and Magic, please. <laughs> Don't kill me. Okay. <laughs> Adam, come to your head. Favorite game. Uh, I have to say Age of Mythology because it kicked everything off. Like my obsession with mythology, that old strategy mythology game. Okay. Yusuf, uh, were you Pokemon Red or Blue? Blue. Adam, on Blue. I was Yellow. Blue. Sorry, I never had Red or Blue. I had Yellow. <laughs> She's different. <laughs> I ruined it. It's fine. If you, uh, who is your favorite? Yusuf, who's your um, video game crush? Oh. Um, I will probably have to say Lionel from Thundercats. <laughs> but there okay. is a game. There is a game of Thundercats. Okay, I was like, oh, was okay, I'll okay, give you that. You were like, wait a second. <laughs> actually, um, Ryu from Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire 3, actually, Ryu. I'd say that. Interesting threesome. Adam. <laughs> oh my god, I can't think. Uh, <laughs> I, really, I really fancy... I have a soft spot for Final Fantasy, uh, sorry, for Prompto from Final Fantasy 15. Uh, but my ultimate all-time... It, it's all Final Fantasy characters, sorry. My ultimate is is Cloud. It's always been Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. That's always been my biggest safe, gaming crush. Safe choice. I, mean, I was going to say choice. I was gonna say Squall, because he's the ha- most handsome man in the room. Oh, I mean, second place, for sure. <laughs> and uh, if, Yusuf, if, what game do you think deserves a reboot or remake? Oh. Um, uh, I would have to say... Oh, actually, you know what? Eve Parasite... Um, was a really, really good game. It was uh, created by Square Enix. Um, I was obsessed with it for a long time uh, when it first came out on PlayStation 1. Um, I think Eve Parasite 2 were, was even better. Um, I think if a game deserves a reboot, probably one of them because they were epic games. They were really good. I love how I'm asking, when I'm asking Yusuf the questions, I can see Alan's brain like, ah! <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm literally here just, I'm literally there just like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, I have two answers. Okay. Uh, it's either black, black and white, because it needs oh, a remake. Nice. Uh, one of the best games ever. Um, but give us a Simpsons hit and run remake. Yes. <laughs> give it to us. <laughs> we, need, we need that in our lives. <laughs> it's, yeah. I will petition for that to happen. I personally would love to see Psychic Force, a remake of that. It was a PlayStation 1, and I also think on Dreamcast, um, fighting game where everyone had a different element and you would float in a box and you'd fight. And I loved it. It had an anime opening sequence and it had incredible opening music. And in my brain, the graphics are great. I went to go play it again Uh, recently. No, they weren't. They weren't very uh, good. No. This is an ongoing thing. You sort of have this in your head. I think there's actually a term for it of how you remember things actually compared to how you, what is things are like now. Um, like, have you ever played like a remaster and you feel like it doesn't actually feel that different? Yeah. yeah. The and then you go back and you're like, oh, <laughs> you're like, that's like, I played the Final Fantasy VIII remaster and they only did the models, not the actual like backgrounds and the terrain and stuff. And you're literally just there like, 
oh, did it look like this really <laughs> the whole bad. time? Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, if, out of all reboots, I think the one that's probably been the most um, impressive is probably Crash Bandicoot when they did the remaster of that. Like, oh, yeah. It is really clever what they did where you see the original Crash Bandicoot and then he goes into the, the machine and then he comes out and he's all like high def and they're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Uh, it's so simple, but so clever. Yeah. yeah. So seeing as you are gamers, I thought it'd be ridiculous not to play a game with you to end the podcast oh so essentially i've stolen a quiz from buzz buzzfeed uh and we're gonna do that so would you okay. like to be a team or would you like to compete against each other Ooh, i'm competing oh okay okay here we go first question what year was sonic and this these are multiple choice what year was oh. sonic the hedgehog released 1994 1992 1991 or 1997 Repeat them again, Mrs. Bauer. Sorry. So, 1994, 1992, 1991, 1997. Are we shouting them out or just writing them down? Uh, you can shout them out. Oh, right. If you want. Uh, I, yeah. I think it's 1991. 94. The answer is 1991. That's one point to Adam. Ah! Yes! I want to say this. Adam writes the quizzes, so he's actually probably a lot more clued about this than I am. Uh, <laughs> Why do you think I wanted to compete, Joseph? <laughs> Yeah, I guess if you write it down, and then I'll ask you once you've written it down. Which game's console was Sonic the Hedgehog released on? PlayStation, Sega Genesis, Sega Dreamcast, or Nintendo GameCube? Adam, you make the quizzes look really easy when you do them. This is really hard. I'm stressed. Do you have any idea how much time goes into writing them? Like, (laughs) honestly, because there's only so much gaming knowledge I have. So to then research things that I've never heard of, and then to write a question on it, is it's uh, it takes so much time, but I'm just stealing from BuzzFeed. So, are you guys ready to answer? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. I put Sega Genesis. I put Sega Genesis as well. It is Sega Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. So the next <laughs> next question: Who is the main villain in the Crash Bandicoot franchise? Is it A. Doctor Neo Cortex or B. Dingo Dial? I hope I'm saying that right. You are. You are. Thank We've you. both written it down already. Don't yeah, worry. We, we know this one. It's fine. <laughs> yes, what's the answer? Neo-Cortex. It's Neocortex. That is correct. Yes, you both got a point. Dupois. What? What is the name of Crash Bandicoot's sister? Is it Sasha, Lizzie, Coco, or Chrissy? Coco. Coco. That is correct. I had a feeling you both knew the, you would know the Crash Bandicoot ones. So, here's, here's yeah, a... interesting fact about that though. The girl in the first ever series, when you go into the like the, the side quests, and then there's a female Bandicoot at the end who's like been captured by Neo. Everyone thinks that was an early design of Coco, but it's not. Her name is actually Torna, and he she is actually the love interest of Crash Bandicoot, whereas Coco is his sister. This one might get you. What was the last Super Mario game released in the nineties? Was it Super Mario Bros. Three? Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island, Super Mario World, or Super Mario 64? Oh my god. Oh good lord. Okay. Are you both ready to answer? Yeah. This is what this is a small area of my knowledge that isn't very good. I'm not very good on Mario. You too, what uh, do you think it I, is? I, 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 I'm going to put 64. Adam? I put Yoshi's Island. It is 64. Yay! <sighs> So you're now drawing four points each. Are we? I've got... Damn it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Next question. What, I get the feeling you're going to get this one. Uh, which fighting video game franchise is the home of the character Nina Williams? Is it A, Tekken, B, Street Fighter, C, Virtual Fighter, or D, Soul Calibur slash Soul Edge? If I get this wrong, I'm going to be really upset. You better not get this wrong. The, uh, I so okay, well, I'll say it first then. So I, I will say it first so I don't cheat. Uh, I put Tekken. And I, def- put, I put Soul Calibur. It's Tekken. Oh, I <laughs> Cool. All right. Next question. Um, in Tekken, what is the name of Jin's mother? Is it? Oh, I'm going to pronounce these wrong. Is it? Oh God. Oh God. Apologies for saying this wrong. Asuka, Megan, Jun, or unknown. Or unknown. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a character called Unknown. <laughs> what was the third name? Can you say them again? Can you yeah, say sure. them again? There's a Asuka, Megan, Jun, or Unknown. I'm gonna go Unknown. I'm gonna go with. Part of me wants to say Megan because it's so <laughs> like, it's like Karen, isn't it? I'm gonna go for Jun. 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 It is John. Yay! Oh, that sounded too easy. <sighs> Love John. John was my John and Michelle were like two of my favorite characters. Aww. So, uh, which horror video game franchise came first? Resident Evil, Doom, Silent Hill, or Dino Crisis? Oh. Okay, which video which video horror game phone came first? Can you send them again? Yeah, we got Resident Evil, Doom, Silent Hill, or Dino Crisis. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. What yeah. do you think? I think I put Resident Evil. I said Doom. It is Doom. Damn it! Yay! <laughs> because Doom had the ridiculously like almost two D graphics. Yeah. Like, I was thinking. I only put Resident Evil like because it's been head. going on for such a long time. I just yeah. original, original, original. But Resident Evil, the original one, was still 3D render. It was. It was. <laughs> you know, I love the way you talk to each other, you nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's okay, everyone. That's okay. Um, so I get the feeling you're both going to get this one. What is the first region of the Poke World called? Pokemon. You know what? I always get this completely wrong. I get, I get one and two mixed up all the time. Okay, go. Was it Kantar, Kanto, Galar, or Jonto? Johto. Canto, Canto, Canto. Oh, is there three choices? Johto. Yeah, sorry, it's three choices. So the three choices are Canto, Galar, or I'm probably saying Johto. Johto. All right, I'm hoping this isn't a trick round, but I've 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 got my answer. Adam, are you ready? <laughs> it's the two that I always get mixed up. I can't remember if it's Johto or Canto. I hate this. Uh, okay, fine. It's Johto. I'm going to go for Kanto. What did you say, Yusuf? It's Kanto. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> I, did, I even did this in a quiz once. I was like, I put, I put the, I put a question and I was so sure it was Johto and everyone was like, Adam, it's like, I was, I was like, in generation one, brackets Johto and everyone was like, no. I was like, <laughs> so we've got two questions left. Uh, in the first Super Smash Bros. video game, how many playable characters are there? 
Is it 5, 17, 8, or 12? Okay. That's such confidence there, Adam. I can see it in your eyes. Oh, I'm not a flash <laughs> player, but I've got my answer. I'm going to go for 12. And I'm also going for 12. The answer is 12. Yes. Yep. And we're on to the final question. Ba -ba -da -ba. Lose, if there's a TV show now, the lights will be going down. It'll be dark. There'll be a smoke machine. Yeah. <clears throat> in the original Tomb Raider, released in 1996, who is the main villain? Is it A, and I'm going to say these wrong, Marco Batoli, Larson Conway, Werner von Crow, or Jacqueline Natler? Okay. Say the, f the first two again, sorry. Yeah, sure. So we had Marco Batoli, Larson Conway, Vernon Von Crow, or Jacqueline Natler. Oh. I'm just going for a, a, what to me sounds right. This is the deciding. Um, Don't. Okay. Just because I can't remember the name, but I'm. I know it's going to be one of the first two. I don't know why, but I think it's one of the first two. I'm going to go with the second one. You're saying Larson Conway. Adam, what are you saying? That's also what I wrote down, Larson Conway. You're both incorrect. Oh, no! It was Jacqueline Natler. Let me see if I can find a, woman. a question I can... A tie-breaking... Oh, God, I didn't prepare a tie-breaking question. Ah! Uh, God damn it. Jacqueline, I thought it was a, a, I thought it was a guy who was the villain. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so I have a tie-breaking question, which I just googled. Um, <laughs> oh god! It's not multiple choice, so I'm gonna expect an answer. Oh god! Oh, what is the name of the butler in the Laura Croft Manor? Oh, give us, give us, give us a multiple question. Okay, fine. Is it no! answer, multiple answer? Is it A. Jeffrey, B. Winston? C, Bartholomew, or D, Harry? I think I know. <laughs> you have to answer first, though. <laughs> I'm going to go with Winston. Adam? I was also going to say Winston. <laughs> You're right. You both win. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know how we know it's because That's you... the outcome I always wanted. <laughs> you uh, oh. hesitated as soon as you said the other names. And it's like, yeah. Bartholomew. Yeah. It's one of those questions that I was like, I know it, I'm going to know it when I hear it. And as soon as you said Winston, I was like, it's Winston. Yeah. I always love. Because I've Googled that so many times, that fucking scene. I always love like trapping him in the fridge, which was always mean. But yeah, that scene. So, guys, we have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining me. Aww. How can we find Gamers Inc. and your lovely selves on social media? How can we stalk you? Oh, uh, so we are we do have our own website so www.gamersinc uh, spelled g-a-y-m-e-r-s-i-n-c dot com uh, you'll find links to all our socials so we've got we're on Facebook Twitter Instagram um, Adam does uh, a lot of our social media on Instagram and Twitter which has always been really nice so if you are on not on Facebook you can find us on uh, those other platforms um, yep yeah but we do our group is like if you want to join if you are looking to join 
Gamers Inc. as a group, we are primarily run through our Facebook page, uh, where you just get to answer a couple of questions, and then you will be accepted into our a lovely community. Nice. Find me at Adam Adam J Adam Adam JBJ on Twitter and Adam JJ on Instagram. Nice. Uh, I am Yusuf Ali on Instagram and Yusuf Zero Ali at Twitter. Well, again, thank you so much, guys, for joining us. I'm now going to get a few practice rounds of Among Us before I play with my friends tonight. Uh, um, uh, thank you again, and we'll call it a day. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.